and welcome to Caught My Ear, where two music-obsessed mates grab a mic and have a chat about what music they've been listening to. My name is Maddie. My name is Vivian. And this is episode 47, and we will go straight into the news firstly. What have we got up, Vivian? So, our first story this week is a continuation of what we talked about last week with what is happening at the moment with coronavirus. So, this is coming from Music Fees, written by Laura English. And it says an updated list of cancelled or postponed Australian shows during coronavirus crisis. Coronavirus has been devastating the Australian and wider music industry. We're seeing frequent cancellations and postponements caused by the outbreak and constantly changing laws around gatherings. Bands, artists, venues and booking agents alike are navigating unprecedented territory. We've seen the likes of Coachella and Splendor and the Grass be postponed, while SXSW and Groove and the Moo have received the axe for this year. So, this is an article that gets updated regularly, so I'll just read the most recent updates as of recording today. So, postponed festivals, Splendor in the Grass, which is postponed to October, Under the Southern Stars, which is postponed to February, March 2021, Big Pineapple, uh, which is postponed to the 21st of November, and Bass in the Grass, which is postponed to Saturday, 31st of October. And then we have some postponed tours. Uh, the National, which is postponed to December. The Pixies, they haven't confirmed when yet. Slowly, slowly, postponed to October. My Chemical Romance, not confirmed. Wax, new dates, not confirmed. And Iron Maiden, again, not confirmed. And then we have some cancelled festivals. Vivid Sydney, Download, Blues Fest, Groove in the Moo, Dark Mofo, Red Hot Summer Tour, So Pop 2020. And um, at the end of that article, actually, there's a few links on how you can support artists um, in the music industry um, during this time at the moment. So, yeah. That's a long list. It is, is a long really sad. list. Yeah, it's so sad. I think, you know, this time last week we were recording and we were sort of saying, like, this is the status at the moment. Well, you know, it's probably going to change by the time the episode comes out. And it did. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I mean, I think the big one is Splendor being, yep. well, in terms of Australia, being postponed to October. Uh, in my opinion, I think that is being very optimistic. I think, you know, things are, like, very quickly evolving with uh, coronavirus, and I, I do think this is going to be a long-term thing yep. now, with even just what, with what's happened in the past week since we yeah. last recorded. Yeah, like, all of the cases have skyrocketed, and it's absolutely insane how quickly it changes, and yeah. how quickly, like, we need to adapt to new info that we're getting and yeah it's, yeah it's insane and you know the article sort of said there's new laws now sort of just coming together around gatherings and it's just really sad to see because it's been such a quick downfall yeah for sure it's been such a really rapid hit to the to the entertainment industry and i hope um anyone that's affected can find some relief through this time mm. so support your local artists buy some merch yeah tune into their like live streams i know a lot of yeah. artists are doing sort of live streams and that sort of thing at the moment and concerts yeah. and from their couches which is really really nice to lift people's spirits and doing what they can for but, sure you know, yeah to be compensated would be would be nice would be really nice considering yeah. they were the first to put their hands up during another major crisis that australia went through just a few months ago but yeah 
We, we'll see. Yeah, we will see. So, Maddie, what is our second news story? Um, our second news story is sort of bouncing off the um, coronavirus, but it takes a different turn. So it's all about Liam and Noel Gallagher. Oh, what so a So this ride. is an article <laughs> written by Will Levin from um, an Emmy, and it says, Liam Gallagher asks Noel to get Oasis back together for one-off charity gig once coronavirus crisis ends. Liam Gallagher has asked his brother Noel if he would consider getting Oasis back together for a one-off charity gig once the coronavirus crisis ends. The Manchester band famously split in August 2009 after Noel walked out declaring that he couldn't continue to work with Liam a day longer. Now, during the current coronavirus pandemic, Liam has taken to social media to see if his brother would be up for getting back together for charity. So the quote is, I'm going to cut out the first part because there's a lot of expletives in it. Yes. Um, So it says, um, once this is put to bed, we need to get Oasis back for a one-off gig, right, for charity. Come on, Noel. We can then go back to our amazing solo careers. Come on, you know, LG, he tweeted. Um, In a follow-up tweet, Liam asked if the Smiths and the Cheeky Girls would join Oasis in reuniting for the gig. He later added, what we're saying, we're having it or not. Um, Come on, you know, etc. Um... And then it goes on to say, uh, meanwhile, Liam Gallagher has brought some momentary light relief to the coronavirus crisis by joking that he and his estranged brother Noel have been self-isolating for 10 years. (laughs) Taking to Twitter, Gallagher tried to reassure fans who were facing long self-isolation periods by comparing the situation to his and Noel's estranged relationship. So there you go. Maybe an oasis. (laughs) It's a bit of a long shot, but I mean, good on him for having a go. Yeah, and I mean, like... Their feud has been... It's almost to the point now where it's like, what are they even fighting about anymore? Yeah. Like, they've had so many... Like, their feud has had so many, like, different things happening. Like, this is why I know this is why. And then, like, I just find it really funny that all it took... Well, we don't know if this is going to happen. But all it took for one of them was to just, like, tweet to the other and, like, yeah, yeah. okay, let's just put this aside. Like, let's do, like, a one-off charity. Yeah, thing. like... Fun. And then, like, afterwards, let's just go back to what it was. I don't care, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't know anymore. Like, oh, they are very interesting people. They are. I would love to get inside their minds. I know. Like, yeah, like just... Oh. Anyway. Anyway. Here's Wonderwall. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway. Oh, Oh, wow. dear. Oh, well. Um, nice, lighthearted sort of story in amongst everything, but I guess we do we'll... need it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll move on. So... What have we got for our third story? Our third story is, again, just... More coronavirus news. Um, so this is again written by uh, Laura English from Music Feeds, and it says Triple J's Like a Version is taking a break due to COVID nineteen. Triple J is taking a break from its beloved Like a Version for a little while. It's been running for sixteen years strong, but this the Friday morning cover segment is now the latest coronavirus cancellation. It's due to new guidelines that ABC are following to limit the potential spread of the virus. Quote. After t- today's performance on The Naked and Famous, there won't be a new lack of version for the foreseeable future, say Triple J. We know it sucks, but it's the most sensible decision we could make after consultation with the powers that be. Again, we're really bummed it's come to this. We know that with so many concerts and festivals being postponed or worse, cancelled, that getting fresh live lack of versions on your airwaves and in your feeds would brighten your week, end quote. They have a small saving grace for us, though, a consolation prize, if you will. Triple J will be digging into their archives each Friday to bring us some of the best Like A Versions from the past decade. They'll even be playing the segment's opening sting from that Like A Versions year. Quote, having no new Like A Versions blows, but we think this will be a lot of fun, says Triple J. They said that while Kite String Tangle was up for Like A Version this week, the new guidelines made it impossible. We've been assured that Kite String Tangle will be the first returned Like A Version. 
So for people um, that listen to Triple J, this is probably their biggest segment. Um, yeah. It's very popular. Basically, a band comes in, they perform an original, then they do a cover. And it's always so interesting to see... Australia has such a eclectic range of artists, so it's really interesting to see, you know, they usually, like, cover, like, the most out out there sort of song that you yeah i have seen some very very interesting pairings yeah over like a version which is something that i actually quite looking forward to like i always see them pop up sort of in my recommended on Mm, youtube like i don't mm. actively listen to triple j that often but it's always cool to see like your favorite artists sort of take another song that you would have no idea that they would have done yeah for sure and in a way i think it also shows the talents of those artists because it's like usually they just complete they don't really do like a cut and copy of like yeah. this of the song they usually make it their own do something a little bit different so it is sad but again like it's just sort of what we've been saying with what's been happening like, yeah i think i think the digging up from the archives will be a really really good mm. um opportunity i think that's a really good sort of um in between solution for them i think they've done a really good job with that yeah i agree because yeah like most of the time people probably wouldn't even listen to the old ones anymore like yeah so it's cool that they're doing that but Yes, that brings us to the end of this news segment. Now, before we go into our song section of the podcast, we encourage you guys to pause, go down to the description and check out either the Spotify or YouTube playlist to listen to the songs that we're about to talk about. So you don't miss out, get confused, and trust me, we've got some wild songs coming up. Yeah, be prepared. (laughs) You're going to have to definitely do it this week. For sure. So we'll start with Song of the Week. Maddie, kick us off. So my song of the week this week is called A Little More by Milk. Um, So I'd never heard of this band before. And so I did a little digging to figure out where they were from and who they were because I'd never heard any of their music Mm. before. And so it turns out they are a four-piece band from Ireland, which is interesting. It's like, oh, Irish, love that. Um, So the first thing that I sort of noticed upon listening to this song was the fact that it sounds very much like a 1975 song. So, so if much. it is, yeah, honestly, it's like so much alike that I was always like, hold on, just listening to the intro, I was like, oh, this is a new 1975 single. Yeah. From the album. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is interesting. But then they started singing. I was like, oh, no, that's not, that's not it. Um, but it's really, really good anyway. Um, so basically the reason that it's sort of similar is the fact that it's very heavily reliant on all of these sort of like synth chords yeah. sort of in the background. And that's sort of the main, like, melodic, um, you know, content that's, like, behind the vocals. That's sort of all it sort of centers mm. around. And it's a very sort of slow, slow ballady type, um, like, indie pop kind of sound, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Just throwing out random adjectives. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I really, really like it. Um, it's got a really, really nice voice, the vocalist, as well, which yeah. is really cool. It's very sort of soft, but really interesting to listen to and i just yeah i've been jamming to it all the time it's it's kind it's a fairly long song it's not like it's like four and a half minutes yeah which is like a little bit longer than your average song which Mm. is nice because it just sort of like washes over you and you like get sort of entranced into this like wall of synth sound which is really cool so that's yeah something that i really like about it yeah i mean when you played it for me i was like this is quite literally like the like very much early 1975 because it was just like the synth even the vocalist his 
he's not like Maddie Healy. He's got such a really unique voice, but I think um, this lead vocalist, he's got a very similar tone. Yeah. Um, and it's the way he sings is sort of very similar to that to like the early nineteen seventy five stuff. So I was like, yeah, this definitely feels influenced by that. Yeah. But in a way, like, it's it's pretty cool because. You know, like, I feel like there's still some, obviously, differences there. And, like, there's, like, a, the intro's really pretty. Like, yeah, very, very nice. It's such a nice intro. And I was like, okay, this is really cool. But, yeah, like, I'd love to... You only said there's, like, three songs? Yeah, they only... Well, on Spotify, on at Spotify, least. Yeah. Like, they only have three singles. And yeah. that's it. So I need to, like, listen to the other two and see if they are sort of, like, a similar vibe. Or yeah. if they have kind of, like, a like a more expanded range, mm. I guess. Yeah. Musically speaking. So... Yeah, I'd be interested to see what those other two songs are. And I think they, like, the other two songs were only sort of, like, this this year or... No, 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 it was... Because this song came out end of last year, 2019, November. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's their most recent one. So the other two, I think, was, one was, like, early 2019 and maybe one 2018. But, wow, okay. um, yeah, so they haven't got, like, too much of their discography yet. But I'd be keen to see more from them. So that's exciting. Um, so yeah, that is my song of the week this week. A little more by Milk. Um, Vivian, what is your song of the week? So my song of the week is a little bit of an interesting one. Um, so it's If the World Was Ending uh, by J.P. Sachs uh, featuring Julian Michaels, but it's the remix by Marion Hill. Um, so the original was just J.P. Sachs featuring uh, Julian Michaels and... That name sounds familiar because we talked about him. I think it was two weeks last week. Two weeks I think ago? it was yeah. It was, was very, it last week. It was very recently, so I think yeah. I don't know when exactly we because it was with the Lennon Stella song yes. "Golf on TV," so, which was one of mine. Yeah, so he featured on that song, and um, with this one, so I I hadn't heard the original before. Uh, the remix came up in my release radar because, as you guys know, love Marion Hill. And I was like, oh, okay, like, I want to listen to this. And it is so different from the original, because I listened to the original afterwards, and I very much prefer this version. Yeah, same. It is, because I think with this one, like, Mary and Hill have such an interesting approach to production, to, like, percussion in their songs. Yeah. And they play a lot with with this song with, like, delay and echo, like... And they use that as a percussive element, which is really, really cool. And in particular, like, it's funny because the song itself, like, I don't mind it. Like, it's, the original is like a piano ballad, pretty much. Like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really go anywhere. Like, it's just sort of very like Very flat. Yeah. Very, it's very pretty, very nice to listen to. But yeah, it's very flat. Yeah. It doesn't really build much. Exactly. Whereas, like, with this remix, I think it adds these really cool, like, bouncy, like, chords to it. Like... I think they manipulate their voices in a really cool way too, like mm. towards the end of the song where everything sort of it they sort of make the song build, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, the original doesn't do that, but in terms of like the lyrics and stuff, like it's interesting because it's talking about like this failed relationship, right? But um, it's sort of saying if the world was ending, you'd come over, right? Like that's like the sort of main yeah. refrain, I guess, and. You know, like, it's, it's a, I guess, an interesting approach to that sort of thing, because I feel like I've never really heard that in music. Like, it's, yeah. I think it's pretty cool how they sort of, um, like, J.P. Sachs and Julia Michaels, how they sort of wrote that. But, yeah, like, it's a cool remix. I wouldn't, like, I listened to the original, and I it was very hard for me to get through it. Yeah, well, see, I listened to the, to the original first, and yeah. when you told me um, you were, like, 
going to bring up this song. I was like, oh, I think, I think I've heard it before. And yeah. then you started playing the remix version first. And I went, oh, yeah, yeah, because I, like, recognized the lyrics and yeah. sort of the melody and stuff. And I was like, I like this so much better. Yeah. Like, normally I am the one to go, oh, ballads, 100%. I always go with, you know, that version over anything else. You know, yeah. I'm a sucker for that stuff. But in this instance, I hands down far prefer the Marion Hill version. Yeah. I don't know if it's because, like, throwback to, like, one of the very, very first episodes where I, like, ripped on the fact that I can't stand Julie Michael's singing voice. <laughs> well, ignore that. Like, I don't mind her voice in this song. Um, but, yeah, I just... It's hard... The original is hard to get through for mm. me. It's just... Like, I really like a ballad that sort of, like, hits me emotionally and sort of, like, yeah. the instrument kind of... The instrumentation sort of, like, plays along with that. But, yeah, I just can't get into the original. But this Marion Hill version is so funky. It's so upbeat, funky, yeah. So cool. I was, like, jamming along. So I was like, this is fantastic. I am, yeah, obsessed with it. Yeah. So that is my song of the week this week, If the World Was Ending, uh, by J.P. Sachs featuring Julia Michaels. But it's the Marion Hill remix. Now we will go into Under a Rock, and I'll kick us off. So my Under a Rock this week is Sims by Lauv. Um, and this is really funny to me because Lauv, I've... Manny and I were talking about this before we started recording, and we both sort of said that we like his music, but we sort of feel like he sort of runs into this issue where every song starts to sound the same, yeah. and you can't really tell the difference. But with this one... It's coming from his most, actually his debut album, How I'm Feeling, and when this one came on, because I was like, I'm just going to listen to this album, it's a very long album, I was like, ugh. Oh, is it? How many tracks is it? I don't know how many exactly, but like, it felt long, like, but (laughs) I I think it's it's definitely got a lot on there, though, because I think um, he released like a lot of, you know those singles he released? Yes. Like, they're all on there, so it's kind of like, kind of feels too long to me, but anyway. That's Tangent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when this song came on, I was like, okay, first of all, I like the concept because the first line was like, I wish you and I lived in The Sims, the video game. Sims. Yeah. You know me, love video games. And it's sort of talking about if we did, we'd get married, we'd have kids, we'd have a garden because the whole thing with The Sims, it's a life simulation game, right? So yeah. I, I quite like that reference. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. And I guess what sort of so why I like this song and why I think it's a little bit different is like he his voice in the is sort of in the verses like it's sort of like very toned down doesn't really go anywhere but then like in the chorus like the pre-chorus like I kind of feel like he shows off his voice a little bit more than what we're used to um I feel like he's never really like gone above and beyond yeah, with which, his is, vocals. which is kind of disappointing. It is. he has such a really nice voice. And a lot of the songs that I've heard from him, like, it's all very sort of monotone. Monotone, like, yeah. A couple of notes here and there. No, not, no, like, real flourishes or anything sort of crazy. Yeah. And it sucks because he's actually got a really beautiful voice. He does. And with this one in particular, like, it's... it. I was like, when the chorus came in, I was like, oh, I was like, okay, this is a nice little switch up. And then... It sort of goes into this breakdown that kind of, again, reminds me of the 1975. It's got, like, this really, like, sort of um, consistent guitar plucking that's really cool. And then, like, it, I would sort of say it's, like, a chill, like, break musical breakdown. Like, yeah. it's not, like, this big production. Um, but, yeah, it's a short track as well. It's only, like, 2 minutes and 35 seconds, which isn't very long at all. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's a cool track. I'm... 
I was like, this is definitely a standout for me on his album, but but yeah. So that is my Under a Rock this week, Sims by Lauv. Maddie, what is your Under a Rock this week? My Under a Rock for this week is called Move to San Francisco by Circa Waves. Um, so Circa Waves, again, Under a Rock because I've never heard of them before. <laughs> and I went onto their um, like artist page on Spotify and I saw that they had like 1.6 million monthly listeners. And I went, oh okay because <laughs> i listened to the song i went oh i wonder what this you know very obscure like random band is and then i go oh never mind I not obscure at all very late to the party so <laughs> this song yeah so this song in particular is really really funky really fun um it's a really nice upbeat sort of groovy track the one thing there's just like this one sort of section of the song that comes back like a lot it's sort of like a, um, a theme throughout it is like this really really fast um, like the guitar and the drums, they sort of like play in sync. This like really, really like fast rhythm. It's so like quick. right at the end of like a phrase, and it's so cool. It's like such a um, like uplifting little like tidbit that goes into it. And I absolutely love it. Mm. But yeah, the main song is you know um, like there's these two people and like one of them wants to move to San Francisco and like you know you want to go there and then um because they're saying like it's where all the happy people go mm. um but this other person's like oh I'm not not really sure like that's sort of like the gist of it um and yeah it's like this really really cool groovy upbeat song that just makes me feel all happy and gooey inside yeah I think what because when you it's funny when you were like oh so it's moved to, when you tell me what your song was yeah and you're like it's by circle waves so i was like oh yeah and you're just like yeah like i didn't know who they were i have no idea who they are <laughs> but no um when when i was like oh i haven't heard this song and then when the chorus came in i was like oh yeah i definitely have and i think it definitely fits into that category of like it's this really infectious easy to sing along to yeah. chorus and i think that's obviously a good mark of a good, like, popular song in the sense that if people can sing to it, then you've got... If like, it can good... get me to, like, mime playing the drums yep. <laughs> while I'm listening to it, that's definitely a good benchmark. Yeah, Because sure. I have not stopped. The, the entire time that I was playing it for Vivian, I was just like, little strum. It was like, I should have filmed it because it was a little bit embarrassing. I mean, it was great. But yeah. I, I was doing it too in my mind. I'm a drummer in my past life. That's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, it's such an infectious chorus yeah, that I think is sure. really, really cool. And it's sort of got like a little bit like beachy, coastal kind of vibe, which is sort of probably it given the It feels like a summery song. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I guess it sort of fits in the San Fran kind of true, yeah. genre-y type thing. Um, but yeah, they are like a band from Britain. Um, so mm. that's, yeah, but it's, yeah, it's really, really fun, really upbeat, which is why I like it so much. But yeah, that is my Under a Rock for this week, Move to San Francisco by Circa Waves. Uh, and we'll now move into our last segment, which is Caught My Ear. And this one, I am like, there is so much to say with this song. So much to say and yet just don't know what to say. <laughs> I know, there are so many things going around in my head, but none of them are forming any coherent thoughts. So, <laughs> this song is called Work in Progress. Um, it's by Kemba, featuring Jagged Edge, RL of Next, and Chris Scholar. So, I have never heard of any of these people before. Neither have I. Um, but it is such an interesting song. So, it came up on, I think, like a Discover Weekly playlist a while ago, and I... I have to, I don't, I don't know whether I like it or not, 
But I saved it because I'm like, this is going to be really good content for Caught My Ear because... For sure. (laughs) It is... There is a lot to go off. So, in the beginning, it sort of of takes a while to get into it because it's sort of this very free, like, um, no no real time signature at the beginning. It's sort of just like a... um, like the the I guess what you could call the chorus, um, <laughs> I guess like you could. <laughs> I guess you could call it. I don't know. Um, like it sort of starts. It's very free. It's just like a vo- um, just the vocal line, and then there's this really sort of off-putting, like weird piano sort mm. of underneath it, and then some more kind of instruments come in, and it still sort of goes very freely. You can't really tell where any beats are or anything, and then, um it sort of switches up. That's one thing that's kind of really hard to place about this song is that the feel of like, there's very distinct sections. There's like three distinct sections and there's sort of like this free, weird, like you don't know what's going on bit at the beginning. Yeah. And then it kind of becomes a bit more cohesive. It's very, um, it's very slow beat that kind of pushes it forward. And Mm. it's sort of going on the same, like same chorus phrasing and that sort of line like repeats a lot you know I'm still a work in progress um you only judge me when I'm done that's kind of the um gist of the chorus yeah and then it switches up again and like it sort of becomes a bit more fast paced like there's a lot more sort of percussion elements and then there's like a horn section that comes in for a bit and then like there's these weird sort of backing vocals and it's just rapping yeah and then it goes into this really really long rapping segment that like doesn't stop because like the the bits at the beginning are like it's sort of like a four-line chorus and then like a four-line verse and it's very sort of like short sharp um like phrasing and then when this like rapping segment comes in it's just like this flow that doesn't stop like it it just keeps going and going and going you're like okay When's he going to take a second to breathe? Nope. Not anytime soon. Cool. <laughs> awesome. And then it sort of like slows down a bit at the end and sort of like um, circles back to the beginning a bit. And yeah, like there's so many things that I kind of enjoy about it, but it's definitely a song that I wouldn't like put on to like listen to. I think, yeah. It's I, very weird. I, after you played it for me, I, I said to you, I was like, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. There are no coherent thoughts. Yeah, because it is so, it just goes to so many different places, like you said. And there's, like, the, the, the distinct sections really make it hard to sort of say, oh, it feels like this kind of song. Or it feels, it sounds like something you'd hear from this artist, because it's just, there's none of that. Like, there's, no, there's nothing you can correlate it to. No. Which is why it is so hard to describe to what is talk going about. on. And I need you to listen <laughs> to it, please. Because I cannot mm. form any sentences that make any sense. But so the if- cool thing, though, I, I, that I will say is, like, I think why I was also a little bit, like, put off by it is the whole... The theme of the song is really cool. I do really like the sort of sentiment of, like only judge me when I'm done, like, I'm a work in progress. I, yeah. I do like that. But they do it in, like, a really... It's, like, almost in an, in a, in an aggressive way, like, yeah. through the vocals. Like, the production is not, but, like, the way you can tell there's a lot of, sort of, emotion to it. Yeah. Especially in the in that rapping section, when you listen to, sort of, what he's saying. It's, it feels personal, and it's yeah. almost like, ooh, it sounds like they're, sort of, laying it all out. Yeah, there's song. a lot of I think there's a lot of emotional baggage underlying yes. everything. It's very heavy in that yes. sense. 
Yes. But yeah, it's not a very heavy song to no. listen to. No. Like it is in some sections, but I can't say that for the whole thing because it changes so many times. So many times. But yeah, um, if you want to make any sense of what <laughs> that meant, go right ahead and listen to it. Yeah. It is linked in our playlists. Please utilize them. Yes, please do. For this specific reason, because I just, yeah, I don't have any more to say really. Mm. So let's move on before I like, <laughs> just keep rambling. Um, Vivian, you'll call uh, my ear. Yeah. So <laughs> my, is it? my call by ear this week um, is Eat You Alive by Marion Hill featuring Steve, uh, David, David, I don't know. Sorry. Is this the first time that we've like repeated an artist? In? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> it's the first time for everything, clearly. As you guys know, I love Marion Hill. Uh, this song is coming from their recently released EP, um, Was It Not? And here's the thing. This song is so unique in the sense that, like, I've talked about it literally just minutes ago, but Marion Hill, their approach to production is so always unique anyway, but in this particular song, they use a saxophone to the point of, like, they just manipulate it in so many ways. It's pretty much, like, the focal, most interesting point of the song. Yeah. Um, and that's where Steve comes in. He's a saxophone player. So um, it's really cool how they utilize this saxophone because the song starts as like sort of like a typical Marion Hill song. Um, there's like obviously like really sort of interesting percussion. But then like as the chorus is sort of building, you hear like this very deep and low sound and I, yeah. I it's very hard to pick out what it is it's like this weird sort of like warbling it's a warbling thing. sound you can tell it's kind of like a horny type sound but you can't really pick it yeah you, you don't know like what exactly like what exactly it is and then like eventually like as it sort of builds up and then it comes in into the chorus you can sort of maybe put the pieces together but it's very obvious when uh the bridge comes in yeah there's this really cool thing they do. It's it's actually like a little bit of like a call and response where like, um, the vocalist sort of says and I and I said, and then like a small like sort of ref, like riff from from the saxophone from the saxophone yeah. comes in as a response, and then like the vocalist says and you said and then it's like again like this another riff and it's very and cool. then the saxophone just goes off for yes. like a minute and there's it's this great. glorious solo and it's just like oh this is so cool because. Yeah, like, I just love how Marion Hill always find different ways to make this style of music more interesting. I think it's very easy for artists within this genre to sort of fall into the trap of making, like, sort of generic sounds. Yeah. And, you know, whereas Marion Hill, they've never run into that problem, I yeah. think. I think, yeah, like, jumping off that, I feel like it with Marion Hill, I feel like so many of their songs... Like, they never sound the same. No. Like, you know, all of their different songs have, like, sort of a distinct um, feel to them and a distinct sort of vibe and, um, like, a sound to them. But then, at the same time, you can always sort of pick yeah. that it's a Marion Hill song. I feel like they have a very... Um, they play with, like, space a lot yes. as well. And, like, they always have, like, a lot of um, sort of sparse... Um, instrumentation but there's always things sort of like sprinkled here and there mm -hmm. which is something that they're really really good at and you can it's sort of like their their signature flavor I guess yeah and they I definitely sort of think like so. inject that into their music but at the same time it never it it never sounds stale it's always yeah. like 
fresh, a new perspective for like each different song, which I think is really, really cool. And it's really hard to do, but it they is, do it yeah. so well. And that's why I think they're so underrated. Like they, they did, they have achieved uh, success and, you know, they sort of had like, a, they achieved viral success with their song down through the yes. Apple commercial oh, a few yeah. years ago. But I, I still think people, like, I still think they're underrated and I don't think, I think they should be on more people's radars because they are so talented mm. and they're so unique and so fresh. So, yeah, like, that's my call, call my ear this week. Eat You Alive, Marion Hill featuring Steve uh, David. Thank you so much for listening, guys. That brings us to the end of this episode. Um, It's been a wild ride. Yeah. We warned you. Lots to talk about. Yeah. Or so, not talk about. Yeah. I mean, listen to the songs. That's what we always say yep. to you guys. And you can check us out on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast fix. So you can also follow us on all of our social media at Caught My Earpod. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Check us out on there. Follow us for all the latest updates. And you can also send us your recommendations, please. We would love to hear some fresh new tracks yep. to talk about because we have a lot of pent up like <laughs> frustration about not getting any recommendations so please send yes. it through we'd love to hear what um your thoughts are and also on the songs that we've chatted about this week as well we'd yes. love to hear what you think let us know what you think about eat you alive because it's such a great song and also work in progress if yeah. you can like make any sense of that and like send me a dm please yeah like just even if it's just like, this is how I felt about the song. Just so maybe we can feel a little bit validated. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and if you if it confused you, <laughs> let me know. Because I would love to be, like, validated in that yes, point. But yes, yeah. uh, You can join us on Monday for a brand new episode. That's it. See you next week. Bye. Bye.